Hello, welcome back to Magic Woods. This is the last episode of season four of Magic Woods, and it's kind of two little stories in one. It's the last story and then the epilogue of the book Legends of Magic Woods, The Adventures of Era. And the stories are called Era Alone and The Reunion Field. Era awoke from her dream with a start. And then she thought, oh no, it was just a dream. She was still in a broken bus with her dying friends at the bottom of the world. She turned over to look at them, hoping they weren't dead yet. But Dazzy and Katarina were gone. Era had no way of knowing, but Dazzy and Katarina did reappear in new bodies that looked just like their old ones. But they started their new lives in separate places, far from Midnight Barbecue. Dazzy's spectrum appeared in Crisscross Applesauce, where she lived a happy life as a college student, and then as a teacher, and an artist, and a best-selling author of the Dark Danger Dragon series. She didn't remember anything of her previous existence, although she was mysteriously drawn to Mimi culture and art. Katerina reappeared in yesterday's macaroni. She couldn't remember anything of her previous life either. Or rather, she couldn't remember anything specific, but she did know that something was missing from her life. She was full of a deep, lonely ache from the first day she reappeared. Her sadness was so huge that she couldn't name it. In fact, she never spoke. And she never told anyone her name, but since she wore a silver necklace with a K on it, everyone assumed that her name began with K. And because she never spoke, they called her Silent K. It took Era a long time to find her way back from the bottom of the world. She made her way as best she could through the barren landscape, finding whatever pale berries and stunted vegetables she could scavenge, drinking from the bitter streams that coursed through the bleak landscape. It was an impossible journey, but somehow she made it. But the journey doesn't make for a good story, for she was alone almost the whole time. And nothing much interesting happened, just endless days of wandering in search of a way out. But find her way out she did. Some say she found the Taraway, the legendary strip of land that connected the western edge of the world to the bottom of the world. Some say that Glossom the Troll sought her out and helped her cross back to Magic Woods. However it happened, somehow she made her way back to the extreme western part of Magic Woods, and she thought, I've got to find Pokey. By her reckoning, it had taken her a year to make it back to Magic Woods. But time moves differently in the bleak lands at the bottom of the world. When she returned to the living lands, she discovered that more than 28 years had passed. She was now a teenager in Mimi years. She headed to Midnight Barbecue as fast as she could, but the door and windows were sealed shut. She tried in vain to find a way inside, but to no avail. She couldn't get to Pokey, and she had no way of knowing if he was even still inside, or if he was okay, for she had lost her telltale. She had no hope left. On a gray day near the end of winter, she walked away from the mountain in a daze, utterly spent. Eventually, she reached a valley that was green and warm and smelled like springtime. 
There she laid herself down on the fresh grass and closed her eyes, ready to pass into endless sleep. She was weary in heart and body. She had lost her friends, her family, everything. She remembered her mother's old lullaby. She sang it softly to herself now. Sleepy, sleepy, my little one, it's time for dreaming. The day was fun, the journey's done, now we're home. Lay down your weary head, la 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 la. No fear, we'll all be here when you arise. So she sang the lullaby to herself, and then she drew a last breath. But the lullaby had reminded her of happier times, and she remembered, just for a moment, the simple sunshine happiness she had known in her youth before the shadow came and split her family apart. Her final breath was sweetened by that memory, and that breath became a wish that somehow she could be with her family again. And because of the magic of that valley, she stayed alive. She was just in an enchanted sleep. Well, her final breath before she went to sleep, her wish, drew power from the magic of that valley. And her wish turned into a warm breeze that traveled across the lake and through the woods. It blew down Everlasting Road and crossed a flowery field. Then it lifted three animals into the air and carried them to the pumpkin's time. The three animals, of course, were named Kitty, Doggy, and Bunny. Okay, the second part of this episode is called The Reunion Field, and it takes place years later when Era finally wakes up. Era suddenly found herself standing in a sunny field surrounded by animals and stick people and memes. She blinked in the bright light of daytime and said, Where am I? The last thing she remembered was falling asleep in a valley. She thought, am I dreaming? Am I dead? All around her came cries of surprise and delight as loved ones were reunited. Era thought, it's like my dream of the reunion field, but it's real. And then she saw an older blue dragon and a wise-looking old cod-cod. Her heart skipped a beat and she went, Dazzy? Katarina? Dazzy and Katarina, or Professor Spectrum and Silent K, as they had last been known, bounded over to Era, nearly knocked her over in their enthusiasm, and Era wept tears of joy as she hugged her friend. She said, I can't believe it! You two are alive! You did reappear! Dazzy said, yes, and you know what? Now I remember everything from both of my lifetimes. Katarina said, me too, and then she started to purr, even though cod-cods can't purr. At least I don't think they can. Well, Katarina could. And then Dazzy said, one of Katarina's students freed us all from the land of the disappeared. And Era said, wow, Katarina, you had students? Katarina said, mm-hmm. And then Dazzy said, now we'll all get to live in the forest in the sky forever. Era said, oh, that's so great. And then she started looking around the field and she said, but I need to see if my family's here somewhere. And then she heard a voice say, Era? And she turned around and saw her little brother, Pokey. He was a young boy now, no longer a baby. 
and she went, Pokey! And she nearly crushed him with the force of her hug. She went, you're all right. Oh, you're all right. Oh, how I missed you. And Pokey said, I missed you too. Nara said, you remember me? And Pokey smiled and tears brimmed in his eyes. And he said, yes, I, I do a little bit. I always did. And Era felt like her heart would burst from joy. And then Dazzy tapped Era's shoulder and said, Look who's coming. Era turned around and saw her parents walking over to them. And she went, Mommy? Daddy? And Novan, her dad, said, Era? He was scarcely able to believe. And Kira, her mom, said, Pokey, Era? Well, Pokey and Era ran to their parents, and the whole family cried and laughed and held each other close. And Pokey said, I remember all of you. I really do. And Kira said, oh, and she held her boy close, and she cried as she smelled his hair. She said, you're so big now, my little baby boy, my sweet baby boy. And Novan hugged Era tight. And then he looked into her eyes, and he started to cry. He said, I am so sorry we didn't listen to your dreams all those years ago. And Era said, it's okay, Daddy. And she smiled at him. Everything turned out all right in the end. She gazed around adoringly at her loved ones, and then she smiled brightly. Her heart beat easy and free. Well, that's the end of season four of Magic Woods, all about the adventures of Era. The next season, season five, goes even further into the past. It's about Era's parents when they were kids, and Versa when she was a kid. And the first story is called The Child from Nowhere. Goodbye.